0: The following production is brought to you by The Talking Buds Leaf Show. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Talking Buds Leaf Show. I'm Rob. He's Ryan. Stop me if you've heard this before. It, it's exhausting. It's exhausting being a fan of this hockey team, man. It's exhausting. Well, especially if you're someone who has to cover the team or chooses to cover the team and decide to do multiple episodes a week. I don't know how people talk about this hockey team every day. Well, and that's why, you know, people get on the media a lot and it's like, it's hard man you and i typically do one show a week and like it's hard we're yeah even on a weekly basis we're sitting here going what are we going to talk about well you kind of sound like an idiot sometimes too it's like yeah like we were we were riding pretty high like giving them praise because they finally went out and played a good game and then just one game later and you're just back to where you were before And it's just like it's hard to keep a consistent opinion on this team like one game kind of cloud your vision good or bad, and then you have to come back after the next game and kind of reverse everything you said the episode before. This team, right now, the temperature in Leafs Nation is as such where you've got eternal optimists waging war against eternal pessimists, and the answer is somewhere in the middle. And if I'm going to take a look at this team right now, and I'm going to diagnose the issues, it's to me, it's it's one glaring... There's there's a few issues, but there's one, like, glaring main issue. The, the top line isn't producing. And when the top line's not producing, it exposes their bottom six, and they don't have a very good bottom six. I think that's their number one problem right there is they just have no depth, man. Their depth is just gone. Like, remember when Tavares first signed here and they had Matthews, Kadri, Tavares... Like, how do they not win anything with that? That's and now we have we have Kerfoot. Like, no offense, to Alex. Ker- yeah, no offense, to Alex Kerfoot. He's a fine hockey player, but just the depth on this team is gone. It's gone, and it's just it's if the first line was producing, and like, I'm not gonna like Austin Matthews is just snake bit. I'm not gonna sit here and say Austin Matthews is playing poorly. He's not. He's snake bit. Michael Bunting, on the other hand, I think is coming back down to earth. He was was a pest in the Winnipeg game, but I thought against Vegas, he was kind of nowhere to be found. Marner's back to trying to do a million things at once every time he's on the ice. And it's just, yeah, it's exposing, it's exposing, you're right, the lack of depth. And I think there's a lot of people searching for answers. And one of the answers that I'm seeing is like, is, is the message. There's a clip from the game last night of Sheldon Keefe losing his mind on the bench. And he's like, skate, we gotta F and skate. And a lot of people are like, I'll like this is there's a coach who knows that his message is like is like wearing thin. Yeah. Where are you on that? I'm kind of I'm kind of throwing my hands up in the air when it comes to when it comes to coaches in this league and coaches you can hire. It's who you gotta hire that's gonna come in here and get their message across? Barry Trotz. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're right. <laughs> you're not wrong there. It's not. A, that's actually the best answer you could you could think of. But it's that's not uh, going to happen though. For the that's record, not happening. For the record, I'm not. i a, in a, a fan of firing Sheldon Keefe because I think it lets these players off the hook. Yeah, I just don't. I think it's just more than the coach at this point. It's just. It's everything. It's the team. It's the. It's the lack of depth. It's. When top guys aren't producing, then exactly what you said—it just shows that there's no one there to save them. There's no scoring depth. There's no help at all. Who, who's good? Who's who's a third liner who's gonna have a good year? Well, and the second line's been pretty good, but you're, the second line's eh, been unbelievable. Yes, but beyond that, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know. Um, it's just I don't want to get it. Like I'm not gonna read too much into this last game. I, I just think. They went to Vegas. Vegas looks like they're a pretty decent hockey team this year. They got outworked. They got outplayed. I think games like that are gonna happen. It's just it's just when we when they lose, what are we gonna look at? We gotta look at something. And it's the lack of scoring depth for me. But it comes back to like my philosophical meltdowns I've been having on the pod in the last couple of weeks. Is it's another game where they they started all they looked like shit. At the start of all three periods in Vegas, and it's like, why aren't you like? Do you buy into like that's coaching? I don't think it's. I I just think it's impossible for it to be just coaching. I think when Mike Babcock was at the end of his run, and, and it was just like this is over. I think at that point, when a coach is that overdue to be fired, then it's then it's like okay, like maybe it's time to switch up the message. But I just don't think. If you're already tuning out, tuning out Sheldon Keith, it's just maybe maybe it's a, a team problem. Well, you know? and that's that's exactly my point. It's like they're, you're if you fire Sheldon Keith, you're letting these guys off the hook. And for the record, I don't think Kyle Dubas is going to fire Sheldon Keith. Absolutely not. They're I, they're going down together. Yeah, man. those two guys are joined at the hip. They're they're business partners, associates, if you will. They're not. The, he's he's not firing Sheldon Keith. It's not happening. No, so you know what you know what pisses me off though is I, I'm I'm kind of done with giving Marner and Matthews a free pass slash snake bit card here. I'm looking at the NHL uh, stats right now. Who, who's up there? Who's up there? Right? What team is not having that good of a year right now? The Edmonton Oilers. Who, who's who's on top of the leaderboard in points? McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. No matter how bad that team is playing, those two are producing no matter what, having big games or consistently getting points every night. I, I, these two guys are supposed to be the top players in the league. And I know Austin might be hurt, but like if you want to get paid and get treated like top players in this league, you can't be snake bitten to start the season. You have to be that damn good. To produce every single night. I don't care. I, I'm kind of I don't want to give them an excuse. I'm not saying they're bad hockey players, and I get it. Guys go through spells, but it's just, I don't know, man. Like you go through some of these names at the top of the leaderboard. And it's just like these guys, these guys always produce. They always have points. They're always getting points no matter what. When does Connor McDavid ever go through a stretch where he doesn't get points or he doesn't score? Or like it's just. You rarely, know? rarely. It's just like I I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't think these guys should get any excuses in a way. It's just like if you want to be top players and sign big boy money contracts, and lead this team to the promised land, you can't you can't be snake bitten. You got to be better, man. No, I think I think yeah, to play better, you got to score. Yeah. If you're that damn good, you could score in this league. I, I don't know. I I just don't think I, I'm kind of getting sick of like oh Austin Matthews will figure it out. I he will figure it out, but I'm getting like. I'm looking at my watch being like, I'm ready. I'm ready right now. Seven games. Yeah. Yeah. But like Like, when he has one goal that I'm, I don't even think he touched. I, I still watch that replay. I don't think he even touched that puck. Like William Nylander has been by far, by far their best player, their most dangerous player by far in all facets, shooting the puck, attacking the puck, rushing it into the ozone. It's just, it's not even close. Uh, to me, when I look at the, the the star players, one thing we didn't touch on uh, our episode, our last episode was um, Sheldon Keefe's elite player comments and then walking them back. And the speculation... Oh, that was embarrassing. That, and the speculation that it was the star players who sort of took him to task. I don't think that's what happened. I think it was a PR blunder all the way around from everyone involved. stupid. So, but the point I'm trying to make and bring that up is the temperature around this team, as I said, off the top is at an all time high. It's to the point that like people are having existential crises every time this team loses a game. And it's because the frustration from six straight years of, of getting eliminated in the first round is just carried over and boiled over and people have had enough. And when I look at, the Matthews and Marner in particular, I see those two guys are really wearing that. They look like they're feeling the pressure of, of a pissed off fan base. And it, it worries me because you got to You got to rise above that. Like you look, you just mentioned McDavid. I always look at like McDavid's still like a quote unquote younger guy. I look at a guy like Sidney Crosby and like Austin Matthews wants to be in the and Mitch Martyr too wants to be in the same conversation as a Crosby and McKinnon or whatever. Those guys, like, they just, nothing is going to get in those guys' way. Nothing is going to get in their head. Nothing is going to stop them from being elite players. And when you go through a situation like what happened with Sheldon Keith walking his comments back, it's like, guys, what are we doing? It's just, it just projects. Like, wh- I don't understand why you all couldn't have gotten a room. And said, hey, guys, I said what I said. Let's put, let's put it behind us. Let's, you know what should happen is Marner and Matthews should go out there and go. It, in, in fairness, it wasn't Matthews, it was Mitch Marner, who was like, Yeah, he uh, he spoke to us and he told us that's not exactly what he meant. It's like, no, Mitch. You know what Sidney Crosby would say? He would look at the reporter and go, yeah, we haven't been very good. He's right. We need to pick it up. And it's like, do you, do you think my do you think Daryl Sutter is walking back comments ever? It's no. just, it's like people get so offended when, when people point at the Leaf organization and players and management whatever and go soft, 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 but it's like that type of stuff is soft. It's soft. It's so soft. Yes. That was weird, man. It was <laughs> that weird. That was a weird situation. And it's just, it's just, there's this, there's this like, mentality. What was that? I don't know, but there's this mentality that they sort of walk around with, with like, Us against the world and everyone's so mean to us. It's like, you haven't won a goddamn thing. Just play better. Yes. You have to score, man. Like, if you're a top player, you got to score. Like, against Vegas, Phil Kessel scores a goal and then they get a gift. They call it back. He's offside. Goal is a race. Nothing, nothing. What do they do in the very next shift? They go out and they give up a goal and hang Ilya Samsonov out to dry. It's... That is why people are angry. That is what people have had enough of. It's this inconsistent efforts from shift to shift to shift. If you go out there and you're snake bit and the pucks aren't going your way, the bounces aren't going your way, I think people rational... There's always going to be idiots, right? There's always going to be idiots who who just want to be negative. But I think if if you just have things not break your way, most people will look at the situation and go, you know what? They, they've been pretty snake bit to start this season. It hasn't gone their way. But when... You start all three periods in Vegas like just not engaged and not ready to go. We've seen too much of that. We're tired of it. Enough, enough. Yeah, no. You honestly, man. You, could, I can't say it any better than that. It's just, it's frustrating. And I don't like. It's, it's just. Yeah, it's us against the world. But like, <laughs> I know, I know. For why? Why is it you against the? World? Be a but, man. But I like think, suck it up. But like, honestly, though, Ryan, I think, I think. Brian Hayes has been talking about this on TSN Radio the last couple of days, and I agree with him. Dubis and Shanahan and Keefe, by extension, have sort of fostered this like player-friendly, player-protection environment, and it makes sense because today's modern-day athlete is pretty like the days of Mike Keenan are over. Like Torts, the reason why Torts is such so such a novelty is because his style of coaching is not really what you see in pro sports anymore. Yeah. So they fostered this, like, player-friendly environment. And I get it. It's it's players want to be in that sort of environment where they feel supported. But we've sort of crossed over now where it's, like, borderline... I just never imagine a scenario where Daryl Sutter calls out his star players and then comes out the next day and goes, um, that's actually not what I meant. What I meant to say was, like... Daryl Sutter would just look at them and go, yeah, what's the problem? Like, what? and it's just that type of stuff is what people have had enough of. It's just like this, 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 like when I, we have these conversations, the main thing that comes up in my mind is that everybody needs to be fired. The general manager needs to be fired. Like if we're having these conversations, this isn't winning conversation. No, this is implosion. 18-wheeler conversation. I don't think they're there yet, but I do think that they, it's like, come on. We're playing hockey here, boys. Like, you're good hockey players. You've shown it in the past. Like, I don't care if the if you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Who cares, it, man? The, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, they hold the fan base in the palm of their hand. If these guys leave, we're done. Yeah. This team goes back to irrelevancy and, and it's a joke. Like they need to wake this up podcast and realize it's over. Yeah, they need to wake up and realize that this whole fan base might be like giving them putting pressure on them, but at the end of the day, they have us in the palm of their hands, man. Really, though, man? No, like, it's just, look what's dude, happening these guys in aren't Vancouver. Playing, These guys aren't playing well, man. It's just yeah, as simple exactly. as that. Like, like, look, Suck look at happening. play better. Look what's happening in Vancouver. People are burning jerseys and throwing jerseys on the ice. Look at like say what you want about him as a person and his personal choices on and off the field. Aaron Rodgers has won back-to-back MVPs in the National Football League. The Packers have lost three games in a row. People are ready to run him out of town. People are calling in on Green Bay radio stations saying, start Jordan Love. You guys don't have it that hard. You really don't. But I think that they've, I worry about this environment that, Kyle Dubas is kind of fostered and I'm a Dubas guy. I feel compelled to say this every time because there's going to be somebody in the what a guy on our TikTok um a couple of days ago be like, "Oh, I guess everyone's a hockey expert now. What uh what level of hockey did you guys play at?" And it's like God. So, I always feel the need to preface by saying, "I've been for the most part a Kyle Dubas supporter. He's made some brutal trades and some questionable decisions." But I've been a Kyle Dubas supporter. But I look at this this environment, this, and it's just it's like they don't understand. They don't get that like you guys haven't gotten the job done. So you're not afforded the benefit of the doubt. When you know show, most teams. This is another thing that drives me nuts when people the 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 um super optimists, the eternal optimists. Oh, Every other team in the league has games and nights where they take off. And it's like, yes, but this team has done it for years. And then they get into the playoffs and they choke. So it's like you've lost the benefit of the doubt. It's not available to you anymore. When you no show a game and you look disinterested, people are going to be pissed off. And I also hate the people who who try to tell me how good someone's playing when they're not producing any results. Oh, there's a few guys on there's a like few that's guys. that's just at the end of the day, man, like you, you don't win heart trophies by by showing that you've been in the middle of the ice. You've you know, you haven't scored, but you know, you've had a gr- a lot of opportunities, so Here's the hard trophy. Well, and like, like you I, know, like this is like, I, I don't get that argument. It's just, it's, it's results, man. Like I, I get that. Maybe the way you look at it, he he's going into the good areas of the ice, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Well, you, you don't, you don't, go to the hall of fame because you're, you're putting yourselves in good positions on the ice, but not getting results. Well, I just don't and get that's that. where the, that's where the I, I'm, I'm you and I aren't anti numbers and anti stats. We don't have I'm I'm anti no, no, numbers and anti stats. I'm anti numbers and anti stats. When you start telling me that a loss is actually a win. That's exactly like, I respect that that's the way you want to look at hockey, but I'm sorry. I completely disagree with it. I, I completely disagree. No one's ever won a thing. By a metric showing that you've been in the middle of the ice a lot, like what? What the hell does that mean? The most important stat is a W or an L. Yeah, like period. It's just, I, period. I, I don't care. And you like, can't. You can't. I know it's. I know. I know that you love. I know that this team has a lot of highly rated Pokemon, but if they don't win games, it doesn't matter. And there's something wrong here. And when they, when we have several games now this season where they just don't look interested in playing. Like the start of the third period last night, it didn't look like there was a leaf out on the ice. I'm kind of getting sick and tired of like tiptoeing around opinions on this podcast. Like I, I, I just don't like people who, who throw analytics in your face. I, I'm tired of being like, yeah, I get it. No, nah, I shut up. And that guy on TikTok that pissed me off. What would, what would, what, what, would you go to the O like out a boy, Do you blow your hip out so you didn't make it to the show? Like, shut up, you loser. I just, I just think, I just think. Like it's just annoying. It's just, okay. Like again, if you want to look like William Nylander, the numbers show that William Nylander is one of the best guys entering the zone in the league. That's, that's a great number because he is and he's, and he's been their most effective forward. You know what makes it better when he actually scores. Yeah. Like I said, where you lose me is the Leafs have a record of four and three, but you use numbers and bend them in such a way where you're you're like, well, if you look at it this way, they're actually seven and oh, and it's like, no, they're not. They're four and three, which is kind of how this team's been built. Yes. It's, and it's failed. That's what that's what pisses me off, too, is this the way this team's been built in, in the way the general manager looks at the team and the way he thinks about hockey is the is led right into the way these people think about hockey. And like, it's just it's a loser's mentality. And that's why opinion. they're so that's why they're so hellbent on not having him get fired because he's Kyle Dubas is the champion of the numbers crowd and they don't want him. And I don't think Sheldon Keefe is. I think Sheldon Keefe wanted wayne simmons in the lineup and wanted and listen wayne simmons he was he was a he was good i'm of the opinion this, that isn't it really about wayne simmons you know it's just no no but it like the, they make it about that they make it about yeah. tough guys versus non-tough guys and i do think Wayne Simmons was good in Winnipeg. He was not great in Vegas. And I really don't think Kyle Clifford can play in the National Hockey League. Here's why old school Leaf fans like Wayne Simmons. It's simple. It has nothing to do with anything other than when somebody throws a dirty hit in a game, it makes older Leaf fans feel better that there's a guy on their team who can actually do something about it. That's all it is. It's as simple as that. It's, it's an old school mentality that if someone gets run and this game gets chippy, we're going to have somebody who, who can do something about it. Will he do something about it? I don't know. But it just makes people feel better that there's somebody other team that could do something about it. That's it. That's all it is. That's literally all it is. This is, this, is the, this is Pierre Engvall going into the corner last night. Watch the puck go into the corner and watch Pierre Engvall go after him. Yeah, it's just like like like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, it's like, just, like that's that's the type of stuff, and that's like Simmons would have finished his check there. And to his credit, Matthews has been a guy who's been finishing his checks a lot. It's this just year. not about like I know the tough the toughness debate is a different argument. It's a different conversation to me. It's just like I, I know I know these guys are doing good things according to the way you look at hockey, but I'm sorry, like they, they're they're not producing. It's what it's about. Show me the money, baby. Like like produce. I don't care about all... I, like, oh, my God. Like, what was the tweet you sent me that one time? What What was it again? It was very, it was it was like, very much... It was, like, so. technically Austin Matthews has been the best player in the NHL this year. It's like, well, shut up, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking well, about? Well, But uh, if, if he... I... I'm not really I'm not willing to go all the way in on Matthews. I think he has played well and I think he is snake bitten. I think had he had some of these gone in for them, I think the Leafs record is a five and two potential I, I, six I, and one. I, I get both sides of it. That's the thing that sucks. It's like I get like I've played sports. I've played with guys who are in professional leagues right now. I know sometimes you're snake bitten. I know sometimes good players are snake bitten, but I'm I'm sorry. Like we're staring down the barrel of a $15 million contract. You can't be snake bitten when you're trying to make that kind of cake and the rest of your team is suffering because nobody can, we can't dole out money to make this team better. So if you're going to take up that much space and demand that much respect, I don't care. You can't be snake bitten. Well, this team cannot win while you're snake bitten. I know it happens, but at the end of the day, it's just, this is how I see it. If you don't, if you have to produce, I don't care. There's no excuse. If that's the way it's gonna be, well, if you're gonna talk, if you're gonna talk about um, the like Leafs being able to dole out money, it's Jake Muzzin's future as a Maple Leaf is is up in the air, and he currently is sitting at a cap hit of where is he? It's five point seven, yeah, five five point six two five. So he might retire. And if you get that's that's five and a half million that you have to play with, and I I don't want it. I don't want anyone to. You got to be so careful this. Day yeah, and age. yeah, it's a bad. You got to be Yeah, you got to be so careful this day and age because someone's gonna see this and be like, these guys on the Talking Bud's leaf show were saying they hope Jake Muzzin retires. What a couple of insensitive assholes. No, I'm just saying. Even if you put him on long term IR and did a Kucherov situation and acted activated him in the playoffs. That's five point six two five. You can play with. Another thing about this team too is just like the who who have they. What? I know drafting and developing players in hockey is is more sparse than than other sports because of just the roster sizes. But it's just like who. who? where's like the studs man like there's just they have no studs they got nobody coming their defense is just like there's nothing exciting about it again, like it's just a just... whole again that's like falling down on a yeah it's on an just... odd man rush putting another beauty tape to it's tape just like every time i a... every time i hear about a, a hockey team like like the red wings or or even the, the canadians new defenseman who beat the living hell out of zach cassian which was goat but like, who? Where are those guys? Like, you know, let's just—they don't have—they don't, they have, don't have them. It's just they like don't they have got money their, for those guys. They have their top players, and the top players rule the world. And when they don't play well, this team goes to shit. And when they don't play well, they're gonna get criticized. And if they're gonna cry about it, then this isn't working. And when your management lets it happen and fosters, like what you just said, this whole environment, disaster. Yeah, it's not, I, and I, I don't, don't know about disaster, yeah, but it's not, it's not a good formula for long-term success. It, it's just, for me, it's, it's, it's a, the concerning thing for me is just this sort of lack of accountability in the sense that like you guys, you haven't accomplished anything and the fan base is upset. And I'm not saying that, that they need to go in front of the microphone every, every second and apologize for everything. If anything, they should, they should continue to, it's just drop this attitude. I want drop to see, I, want, I would love to see them come out and say F the fans. We're just going to go out and prove it ourselves. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Down. Yeah. F I'll go f myself. I don't care. Like go play better. Yep. I don't care. I don't care if they think I'm an idiot or whatever. I I want them to prove me wrong. Yep. Just play better. Yeah. Like it's just stop crying. I'd be crying. But then, but then like, what so doing, so I was on a show yesterday and we talked about this Sheldon Keefe was known as like a pesky player in his day. He was known as like an asshole in the league, like a like a shit disturber. You watched him in the Amazon All or Nothing documentary and you saw how rough around the edges he is. I have a very, very, very hard time believing that Sheldon Keefe willingly chose to walk those comments back. And there was a lot of speculation because Mitch stupidly commented on it as well. So everyone immediately, like they gave the perception again, like I said, I don't think this happened. They gave the perception that Matthews and Marner took Keefe to task for making his comments about elite players. And I just don't think Sheldon Keefe would come out after saying that and walk it back. I think he was spoken to by someone above him and was like, you need to take that back because you're going to start a shitstorm in the media, and that's not what we need right now. When what should have happened is Keith, the player, the elite players, Dubis, whoever, and someone for the love of God from the PR team should have got in a room and said, Sheldon said this, we all go out, and we all have an aligned message. Yep, he said it, we talked about it, we're focused on the next game, and just let it go. But no, we have to open our mouths, and we inadvert- we tried to stop a media shitstorm, but then we created an even worse media shitstorm. Rob Kyle Dubas needs to be fired. Oh, he said I'm right sorry. here that this year's a waste of a year. In my opinion, it's a waste of a year. I don't know who I don't know who you can hire who's going to be better. I don't know if it will be better. But this conversation we're having right now is a joke. It's a, it's a joke and it's embarrassing. We're we're are we're talking about some like I don't even know what to call the situation. It's it's embarrassing though. <laughs> your your head coach it just gets his balls ripped uh, like he's just he's, you might as well just go cut his balls off like how did, how is he going to have any success doing that like it's over man like it's just like if this is it's like what it's that's embarrassing it, man it, it's, it's it's really embarrassing and i feel bad for sheldon cave because i you're right i don't think he he loved doing that no and it's just like you know, like what, what? What organization are we running here? Like, yeah, they're a good team. Like, I'm not saying it's it's a joke or anything. They've been a good team. They've had success. They choke every year, but it's just, I don't know, man. Like, this is this is a this is an embarrassing conversation to be having, and I, I would be embarrassed if I was a leader on this hockey team. Yeah, it's. Um, if I was John Tavares, I'd be embarrassed to to be a part of this. You can't deal with your coach calling you out. Like welcome to pro sports, uh, buddy. Well, again and again, like it's just he's right. You haven't played that well. Like suck it up. But they've caught. And the general manager is like, "Oh, we don't want Mitch to get mad, so let's go say." Like, but that's but that's but that's when you see people talking about garbage. When you see people saying things like the inmates are running the asylum, that's what that's what they mean. Is it's like. They're so beholden. I think that they're petrified of the uh, of the um, possibility that Austin Matthews could leave in a couple of years, and they don't want to do anything that's going to rock the boat and make him upset. That's what I think. That's a horrible attitude it to is, have. Yes, it's you're beholden. You're beholden. But he is Ryan. You and I say all the time that if he leaves, this podcast is over. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it, it sucks, but it's just I, I, I'm to compromise the the the. The respect of just your head. Cut. Like, it's just, it's, it's not like it did. It made him look. It, it made, made him Keith, look like a complete idiot. It made Keith look incredibly soft. Like, why would you do that? What? Why would you do that? I, I, what's the answer for that? Because Mitch got upset. I feel like Austin Matthews could look at a coach and be like, all right, buddy, like, whatever, I'll go and score my 60 and you can, you can, and I'll make my big money and whatever. It's just like this whole, like, Marner's kind of giving me the ick a little but, bit But But we don't, we don't have any proof that he actually said that. Like, we don't have any proof that Mitch actually took them to task. Like I said, this is a PR blunder all the way around. They, the way Marner yeah, That's the way they're making it look. Yes, So exactly. it's like, what am I supposed to assume as a fan? Like yeah, am I am I gonna accuse someone for something I don't know? Like I guess I kind of am doing that, but it's just like, that's what it looks like. Yes, that's what it sounds like. That's what it looks like. Yes. It doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look good at all. Optics are brutal. Yes, the optics of the situation are brutal. So, but we, Rob, 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 Rob okay. what? Mitch has been in the middle of the ice a lot this year, though, so it's all good. Yeah, he's it's all good, baby. Yeah, he's basically uh, he's basically gonna win the heart. He's basically leading the league in points. Yeah, so we got the West coast road trip continues. They got San Jose Thursday night, another 10 30 start. <laughs> Those are killer. You got the, the Kings on Saturday night, hockey night in Canada. And they got, so these are three not so good teams on paper. I don't think it matters at this point yeah. for this hockey team. I don't care if they're playing the worst team in the league or the best team in the league. I their biggest enemies, is the Themselves. sweater on the front of their chest? Yeah. So this is this is a good opportunity. I thought I, he was my be- beauty of the week last week. I thought again last night, Samsonov did everything he could. Yeah, the goaltending hasn't been a conversation at all, which has been was was my dream heading into the season. Yeah, he's, nice. he. I thought he did everything he could to give them give him a chance to win. Wait and till he just... wait till he leaves practice with a hammy though. Oh, and both. Well, yeah, You know? And then we got a whole other conversation out here. Well, we haven't talked nearly love. Like all we did last year was talk about goaltending. We've barely talked about it so far this year because it's the been best. the least of their problems. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Keep that coming. Like I'm down with the that. Def- we talked about the bottom six depth um as as well and the the defense like Justin The Hull. bottom six is boring, man. What happened to Justin Hole? Just, what what happened to that guy? Like what happened to him? He's, I don't think he was ever that good. He, but he wasn't this bad. Yeah, he's not. He's not an NHL defenseman. He's just kind of in the crosshairs of what like. There's always a Maple Leaf defenseman that's in the crosshairs, and and he's in it right now. Well, and Pierre Engvall is in the crosshairs of the forwards for that clip I showed you just now on online. It's just well, it's just that they're they bottom six. It's just boring. There's just nobody exciting. Like I kind of like I know. He signed a kind of a stupid contract, and I wouldn't have signed it either. But like, I kind of miss Ilya Makayev, man. Like the guy, at least the guy had a little little shine on him, you know. Like this, that third line is just a bag of pucks. Yeah. So like, oh my god, it's boring. Yeah, Ter- terrible. just is. bring they bring nothing. They're small. They're soft. They don't score. Like it's just it's it's not fun to watch. At this point, I'd be willing to put. Pierre Engvall back up in the press box and give Denny the go to look on that third line. Over. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I think I think it's open tryouts for anybody who can come in and have a half decent game or produce yeah. anything. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. That's well. I'm sure we'll get a lot of hate for this episode. Oh, we're gonna get so much hate for this episode. But well, again, well, what level do you play at? But guys, huh? guys, can I just can I just like ask you like what? How can you watch this and feel good? Like I understand not wanting to be doom and gloom. I get it. And we try not to be doom and gloom, but I there's just how can you watch this and go this team's primed for a deep cup run with the people they have in the bottom 6 and with the with the note with Justin Hole like if we're the when their defense is fully healthy, I guess. But how can you I just don't I it's not clicking, it's not clicking, it doesn't look good, yes, we're only seven games in, but I don't know how you can watch this and be like, Oh yeah, this team when they put it together, this is this is a cup team, it's now like, and now now they make their coach look like a complete idiot too, yes, now the proms are going off the ice seven games in, and we got nice. a drama off the ice about what Sheldon Keith is saying about the the elite players, and it's just like this is this is like <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I don't know, man. I'm kind of tired of apologizing to a certain part of this fan base. It's like, you come to this podcast, you think I'm an idiot. I really don't care. It's just, that's the way I see it. I think I'm, I think I'm in the right area of being right. Asking for a team to show up for three whole periods and be a little harder to play against and learn from the lessons that you should have learned six years in a row is not too tall of an ask. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's not. Yeah, no, it's like, I, I, there's no there's no more excuses, man. Like they're yeah. they're just fresh out of excuses. Yeah. They're gone. It's time to it's time to be big boys and win hockey games. All right. Quite <laughs> or, better. All right. We're gonna get out of here. Um, thanks everybody so much for checking us out. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. There's probably a bunch of them that's gonna be like, I hate these two guys, but oh well. But <laughs> I if, love those guys. If they do like what they see, yep. what should they do, Ryan? Spread the word and tell your friends. We really appreciate it. Also, if you're listening to the audio version, leave a little five-star review, little thumbs up, little comment. Every little bit helps. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Joel McLeod, co-host of the 905er podcast. The 905 is one of the most diverse and densely populated regions of Canada. Four and a half million of us live, work, and play in the area surrounding Toronto. That's more people in the 905 than actually live in Toronto. Each election, the 905 decides who forms our government at both the provincial and federal levels. So why isn't more attention being focused on us here in the 905? We're looking to change that. My co-host Roland Tanner and I tell the stories that define what we are calling the most important region in Canada each week we bring to your attention news, culture and issues that make up what it means to be a 905er. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast, or you can visit us at 905er.ca to subscribe. Hi, I'm Matt Kundel, host of the Sound Off podcast. The podcast about broadcast Every week since 2016, we've been bringing on broadcast leaders to talk about their experiences in radio, what they've seen, and where they believe it is all going. If you live and love radio, subscribe to the Sound Off Podcast with Matt Kundal, wherever you get your podcasts.